I would never be late. That's a lie. Oh, really? Name yeah. one time I was late. Uh, basically, any time I've ever gone to brunch with you guys. <laughs> no, because there was never a set time. That's a lie. <laughs> no, it isn't. Because there's plenty of times where you're like, yeah, let's go ahead and have brunch here at Max's Wine Dev at 1.30. And I show up there at 1.30 or around 1.30 because I'm also Please, late. And you're you guys never get there. the first one there. I have always been the first you're one there. never the first one yes. there. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. No, Mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mama. Uh, n- no. Name a different thing that I'm late for. Um... Timeliness is very important to me. Your kindness towards me. Very late. Well, it's not coming. <laughs> Stop waiting. <laughs> that was marked undeliverable a long time ago. <laughs> the, the the webmaster says this email address does not exist. This, 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 I, I cannot help you with that. I'm sorry, but I do not know who this man is. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you have an email address here. And there's no dot anything. <laughs> what? What dot com dot au dot org? What, no, what's the situation? No, nope, doesn't it just uh, https colon slash slash? Uh, where is Chris? No, nothing. One dot. One dot. <laughs> There's one dot, but nothing after that. Yes, that's it. Okay. Do you think that when they came up with like www dot, who did that? Like where? What, who is who? That's crazy. Do you know what WWW stands for? Um, wet, wet. <laughs> wet, wild women. Yes. <laughs> and then if you just do the WWW, it brings you to a website of just knockers. www.www.com. I'm going to look. No. I'm gonna Make do sure it. you do it incognito tab. Why do I do I don't know. www.www. Well, maybe it's like your oh. What's it? Oh, no, that's WWE. It just brought me to www.com. Perfect. What is it? It says it's not secure. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> porn. Uh, no, just one of those ones that's like, do you want to build a website? This um, domain is available. Damn. No, I don't want to build a website. Thank you. I just want but to know also, what www.www.com is. Porn. Wet Wild Women. Hey. And escape porn. <laughs> Not lesbians. Gay men. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No. I feel like it would be um, uh, Waluigi porn. Anime porn. Waluigi. Video game porn. Waluigi. Pokemon Waluigi. sex. Why did the Gen-, the Gen Zs like Waluigi? Let me tell you. Because his nose is pink? <clears throat> no, let me tell you. Oh, the, the pink nose thing? I cannot figure out. Have we figured that out yet? No. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Because I've seen plenty of people like on TikToks where they're complaining about their lies, like painting their faces, and they put like the eyeshadow on their nose to turn it pink, and I'm like, oh wait, no, just wait, just the nose, or also like here. Well, I see underneath here sometimes too, but I've seen like just here on the tip. So there's something in anime where that's what a drunk character looks like. So they just want to be drunk. But it's, like, cutesy. I mean, I know it's cutesy, because I've seen, like, drag queens that do it when they put, like, little freckles, and they're like, ooh, ooh. And then they do the white on the on the blush. Yeah. 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 I think it's actually kind of cute, but I'm con- con- I've seen drag queens do it originally, but then now I see uh, 
uh, non-performers doing it. And I'm, I'm concerned and confused. I don't know, but I love blush, so I'm here for it. The thing about youth culture is... I don't understand oh, it. Shit, I was gonna try. Come to say on, something I was gonna say something would, very inappropriate. I'm gonna be like, the thing about youth culture is, shut the fuck. I'm up. so into it. I have to laugh. No laughing. I want, you want a claw? I need them to look a little bit more arthritic to do it. Do you I want arthritic hands? You're already thirty. No, I'm not. Oh. She's in denial, is she, honey? I'm ageless. I'm an ageless beauty, so... Ageless or timeless? Both. Hmm. I use Olay Regenerist. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, speaking of that, uh, another thing... Do you thing need you... me to give you some skincare tips? Oh, actually, kind of. <laughs> um, You're looking very dull. I actually I'm feel like it's quite soft and supple lately. I looked in the mirror this morning. Actually, in there, when I just went to the to the potty. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is a wall. <laughs> I was inside your wall. This is the wall. mirror over here. <laughs> I was inside the mirror. Hello. Uh, you can't see me because I'm a vampire. Um, but no, I, I looking at my skin. I'm like, oh, she's glowing, is she? And then, okay. So back up to the original question I was going to say. Um, have you seen all these people using that chemical peel that makes their, their faces look like they're bleeding? I have it. Have you used it? No, not yet. It seems scary. So it's a very heavy duty acid. Uh huh. You can't wear it for more. I think it's seven minutes. You can't wear it for more than seven minutes once a month. Uh huh. And it literally it rips the skin off your face. Yeah. So, is it that seems unhealthy? No. 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 I mean, it's <clears throat> if you want smoother skin, that is. Uh, it looks healthier for a short period of time. It's mm. good. So, I mean, if you're having an event or something <clears throat> like that and you want to do it so that your skin looks really good for pictures, I would do it for that. I, it's not something that I would do every month. And how do you, like, moisturize after that? Just like a normal moisturizer? Or like you finish your regular skincare routine. That sounds ooh, aggressive. I'm always scared after a clay mask now <laughs> that I'm drying oh, out my face too much. Yeah, I wouldn't do a clay mask. What, you don't like clay masks anymore? I've never liked clay masks. You don't have ac- acne-prone skin. Why? Are you, what oil are you drawing out of your skin? All of it. Actually, mostly my nose right here. Like, right here in this little, like, this zone. I... Oh, boy. Oh, we're getting the lecture, honey. <laughs> I hate when people are like, I have an... I am... Oil, I have oily skin. I don't you think... You live in fucking Houston. I don't care if I have oily skin or not. I'm just no, not... No, Most of you do not have oily skin. You I didn't live in say that I Houston. did. I didn't say I did. You I just have... said that your nose is oily. No, I didn't say it was oily. I, I just said I have a problem with this this zone because I have blackheads. Everyone that so I'm trying to Houston, draw those out. If you tell me that you have oily skin, I don't believe you. You're Fuck off. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody in Houston has oily skin. Unless you're a teenager. Mm, mama, she's it's feisty. It's humid. You're going to be wet all day. Okay, so anyways, uh, have you also heard of retinoids? Is it like uh, a, a, a type of retinol? People are like, oh, this changes your skin, honey. Well, retinol like, can come in different forms, and they just call them all retinoids. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, retinol, I, I think they come in A, B, and A and B, uh-huh. not numbers. Um, retinol B is less, uh, 
less potent. Mm, strong. Yeah. I, I mean, I use retinol every night. No, I, just, I use retinol as well, but someone was, uh, saw someone that was like, I use this retinoid and it's just completely, like, this strong retinoid that's, like, completely changing my skin and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? What's happening? <laughs> well, a retinol. Because he had just used a chemical peel, which was one of those things that, like, he had, like, little, like, the, it looks like blood. Yeah, it's red. Yeah, it's scary, like, red. And I'm like, you look like you're bleeding, like, a lot, profusely. Stop doing that. <laughs> Like raw skin, like yes. freshly scraped. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks terrifying. And they're like, oh, look what my face looks like afterwards. I'm like, what the fuck? I should have used it for my birthday. I have a full bottle The pictures, of it, honey. I have not done it. The pictures could have been immaculate. Did we take any pictures? Um, no. <laughs> I, I took one picture it. when I got home, and I thought I looked really good still. No, that was the day before. <laughs> I have to laugh. That was in when you of, were in front of my balloons. It was when you were still twenty nine. No, I was officially thirty. It was on uh, my thirtieth birthday. Damn. Yeah, but I'm uh, an ageless beauty, so it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm like Cindy Crawford. That's a valid comparison. I mean, not for you, but it is a. No, she... val- you stick to your original statement. <laughs> now that's... get the fuck back there. Is it... <laughs> get the fuck back there. <laughs> Say it again. She does have a flawless skin, and she is what fifty five or something like that. You know who's starting to age just now. Maggie Smith. Queen Latifah. Oh. I saw... Don't cheers the cheers. microphone. Uh, we were watching we we're watching this new show called Women... Why Women Kill. It's Me so too! Good. We just started season one. So we, we've gotten, what, three or four episodes in? We're six in. Okay. And I live. And and Queen Latifah's in it? No. Oh. But the commercials that show up. Oh, for, for the Queen equalizer or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Queen Latifah, you're under eyes. Yeah. You looked 23 But do you think they're trying years. to make her look like a stressed cop? No, I think that that's what she looks like now. Did, she was in the show, um, the show that I didn't finish, Hollywood. Did you watch that show? No. Okay. Well, she Unless was- Unless there's a, she was a, a lesbian. horror theme in it, I'm not interested, really. Yeah, it's done. Um, she was a, she was a lesbian uh, slash polyamorous woman in the fifties, and I was like, "Oh, uh, did you know that Queen Latifah is gay?" No, I didn't know that. She is. Oh, she came out a couple of years ago. No, I didn't know that. A couple of months ago. I did not know that she was Los GBDs. Queen Latifah is the L in Los GBDs. Los GBDs. Okay. Wow. I know. Do you need time to process? Should we mm. pause? Hold on. No, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I know, I it's it. just, I mean, don't do it. You can't laugh. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Please stop beatboxing. I'm dying. You like that music? That was good. That was good. <laughs> I love that. I have cancer. Please stop beatboxing. I'm dying. <laughs> uh, classic, classic memes. Love that. <gasps> Actually, one thing that I learned, and Thomas is sitting right here, so this will be perfect for this. Uh, apparently, beatboxing was invented in the 1980s. No, I'm talking about memes. <laughs> oh. uh, I had only ever heard you call it memes ever, ever. But apparently, that's a thing in Latin culture uh, to, to call it going to bed memes. What? Is your hand okay? <laughs> y- yes, I know that you are a Latino. <laughs> Uh, but I, what I'm trying to say is, like, I had never heard that that was a thing. Well, this... I just this thought it was from, something you had me, you had made up, Mimi's. The, but, s- the Spanish word for sleep is dormir, isn't it? So, dormir. 
Um, okay. Well, see, I didn't. I didn't never know that. I thought that it was just something that Thomas had made up and told Kennedy to go memes all the time. Um, but come to find out, it's it's a, a it's a real that. thing. What? I invented it. You invented it. Yes, I'll give you. <laughs> we'll give you all the credit just because of Thomas, but you educated this white person. And by that, I mean, I learned about it. When I've known you for what, three years now, four years now. And I had, had no Feels idea. Like centuries. So, oh, it's been so You long. see this, this hair loss? Yes. It's growing back. No, <laughs> looks worse. She's coming back, honey. I She's going through a regrowth with, phase. With like a medium length bob, mm-hmm. gray and a, And it a whisked brunette. out on the side here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, look at my luscious locks. And now I'm like. Like a. a you see this widow's peak? <laughs> that is the Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> it's like Gulf of Mexico on one side and Caribbean Sea on the other. Hello, uh-huh. queens. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> The Mayans just settled right here in the forest. We do love to see it. We do mm-hmm. love to see it. We do love a nice colonization. That's called lice, honey. Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You are infested. Mm. Look at all those hair. They got plenty of places to live. Ew. They sure do. They sure do. They really do. Mm. And you should... The tank top again... Get your fucking phone. It's not away even from close me. to it. Also, it's, it's, I don't think it's mine. No, it's not mine. I don't have a nobody message. Nobody ever calls me. Nobody calls me. I turn my phone off so nobody calls me. <laughs> and if, you, if I ever called you, you'd let it go to voicemail and then text nope. me afterwards, like, What's I do wrong? the Google screen call. <laughs> Hi, the person you're calling is using a Google screening device. Let's oh, see. Okay, I have Google Assistant, which works wonders, honey. Uh, but let me tell you, being on the other end of, them, end of it, I'm like, the fuck <laughs> what is this nonsense uh because the, i called the gym that i went to to go do my like um pilates no it was like a, a the consultation thing uh and because like i the google google took me to like the reverse side of the building and like they had doors back there and like a bunch of signs and like all the signage and stuff and i'm like oh okay and then i just go in the back door i guess um and so i'm like trying to get in and like it's locked and i'm like hello like, how do I get in? So I call the number, uh, and it goes directly to, to the Google screening, and I'm like, so this is what it's like to call me all the time. When it's a number that I don't have saved in my phone, which is all of my customers. So they have to sit through a Google voice screening uh, unless they call me twice. If if it's a number that I've picked up, it won't do that again. Uh, but if I miss the call the first time, they have to go through it a second time. And I'm like... That's your own fault. You also have to decide if you want to leave a message or talk to the Google screening, because then I'll respond back to you. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a fun moment. <laughs> I love it. I know I love because there's so many fucking spam calls. I get like ten spam calls a day of like your extended car warranty is is that, and I'm like the car is falling apart. You really want it back? You can take it. <laughs> See, I got I get that one, and then sometimes <clears throat> I'll get the ones that are like full Chinese. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Are you just, I mean, I can understand, like, them stealing phone numbers to call people to just sell things. But yeah. You uh, don't want to, like, make sure that people know how to speak Chinese? Yeah. The, the people you're calling are actually, like, fluent? <laughs> like, because if you call me, I'm like, yeah, no, this is not working for me. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, Goodbye. Uh, yeah, that's uh, there's there's also one that I had that was around in like 2015, 2016, and 2017 that was like 
Um, you have an outstanding debt, and like uh, I'm, I'm a like person from the this IRS. like police department. No, like the police. Well, there was the IRS one, yeah, of course. Uh, but there was like I'm a like from a police department in New York, uh, like in Manhattan, blah blah blah, and like uh, you have an outstanding warrant for your arrest, and like you, we need to you know get in contact with you. So like uh, blah blah, and I'm like, I and it's like, hello, you. Have been you, you were Chris arrested. White. Yeah, for... no, it doesn't even say my name. It's like you were arrested for the yeah. Uh, and I was like, I haven't been in New York since well, at the time I hadn't been in New York since uh, two thousand seven. So I was like, I was fifteen. So if I did something while I was fifteen uh, in New York, I'm City, not a minor anymore. I'm not a minor. Yeah, you fuck you, bitch. You can do with your own shit. You can try me as a minor if you want to. Yeah, I was like, what is it? It's like spam calls get smarter, but also I feel so bad because like. Okay, first of all, this pandemic has taught me that a lot of America is very stupid. Um, and not just America. There's the a lot of people in this world that are fucking stupid. Um, and second of all, it has I've always been baffled by people who fall for um, some spam. Like and I know that some spam... Microsoft, we've locked your computer. Yeah, some spam is intelligent. Uh, I will admit that. But other spam is just so, just absolutely stupid. that I'm like, how do you fall for this? How... Do you fall for them? Well, we then only ask Alejandra then. because nobody else. No one else falling for them? Honey. No one's falling. Honey. No. Honey. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Do you smell it? I have to, I have to laugh at that smell. <laughs> Stop. Oh, well, wow. Do you need another White Claw? I do. Oh. Uh, well, you do that. Can you do that? Will you do I that? can, yeah. Are they both in the, the main fridge or are they one in the small fridge and another in the main fridge? I guess I'll take one of the gross ones. The strawberry. The lime. Oh. The what? The strawberry one. You don't like strawberry? The Eureka. Oh. What? I, I just said Eureka, the queen. <laughs> we hit on nobody her likes. often. <laughs> Oopsie. Wait, is there not any more? Nobody's saying anything. I just wanted to talk about baked bones. Oh, you don't want a mango? No. You're so averse to mango that you're going to go with this one? I, yeah. Um, Risa Gallipol shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. Spoopy 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. 
Big Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. Whoa. Oh my gosh. That's pretty good. We had harmony for like half of one second. I don't think it was harmony. It was we, we just had the same um same note. Should, let's let's we, try again. Big bones. <laughs> I think we got really close. We got that was uh that was melodic, very um harmonious. Uh original, never been seen before, uh just uh groundbreaking, show stopping, uh slammed into it by a truck. Just crazy, wild, uh destructive, uh eardrum rupturing, bus club, another club, another club, no sleep. What? Disheveled? Yeah. Um I it, injured my finger. Oh. Anyways, uh <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I was, no, it's not okay. I was talking to Alejandro the other day, and I, all he, uh, he was not paying attention to me. And that was quite obvious, and he just goes, "Wow," <laughs> like he's doing whatever. And I'm like, "I asked you a question," <laughs> and he goes, "What?" <laughs> oh my god, I'm so. That resonates with me. It really does resonate with you for because sure. Sometimes you'll just be talking. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what am I gonna have for supper tonight?" Mm-hmm. It's huh? a, it's also ten o'clock at night, and I'm not eating supper tonight. Yeah, I already did. Tomorrow. Yeah, the next day. What in a week? And the next in a day. month? And the next day? And the next day? Do and you think that day. Kate Beckinsale has extensions all the time, Who or just some of the time? Who's that? A woman. <laughs> yeah, she is uh, a woman. some people. Yeah, you know what? It, it's really disappointing for you to not know that because she's a strong woman. Her name is Kate Beck and Sale. She does becking and selling. Well, no. Sailing? Sailing. She selling? sells wigs because for Beck, Becky. Becky, Be- Becky. Becky with the good hair. With the hair. So she gets it yeah. from Kate, Kate Beck and Sale. Okay. She, she, Kate Beck and Sale. Becky and Sale. De- but but she, people just, she sells... they don't put all the letters in anymore because everybody's lazy these, you know. Back the problem in. with it's, youth it's... culture is. I don't understand it. It's Beck. B-E-K apostrophe in, capital N, uh, apostrophe Sale. And you can decide how you want to spell that. Either S-E-L-L, S-A-I-L, S-A-L-E. No, it's S-E-A-L, but it's pronounced Sale. Sale. S-E-A-L. That's Seal. I know. Oh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, this is uh, uh, what podcast? We're doing our spoopy podcast. Um, no, this is Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Oh, welcome. <laughs> we are Thomas. Kendall. And. <laughs> Boopy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's much more excitable than normal. I tease. Gas. Anyways, um, should we talk about some spoopy things? Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Who went first last week? Who did I do? I think I let you go first. Yeah, I did. So it's your turn. Um, oh, perfect. Because that means I get to end with my choice of topics. I'm going to turn off the podcast. Yes. I have a really short one, too. Because it's just a dangerous fear that I think that a lot of people have. Oh, I have a dangerous fear that a lot, a lot of people have, too. Stop. 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 Have you ever thought about what it might like might be like to be buried alive? Oh no. Um Do you have claustrophobia? Did claustrophobia? You ever I have watch claustrophobia? I think I dabble with it. I don't think that I like immediately have claustrophobia because some people talk about it and like uh, being in elevators freaks them out. Oh no. But elevators don't freak me out. Even like when there's a lot of people and they're like, ooh, that's not a problem. Um, except now because of COVID, but uh, different situation. Um, but like being in a, what I have claustrophobia about is like the idea of going like spelunking that we talked about when I, we were talking Ooh. about uh, caves the past uh, few episodes ago. Um, that was like four weeks ago. That's a while. Anyways, um, that the idea of that of getting into a space and not being able to get out or not being able to turn around in a space because like I like to go head first in a space so like if I went down like a hole like a tunnel that I was climbing through and I got stuck like I don't know like how I would shimmy my way back out See, and I, I would prefer to go feet first I think mm, no I want to be head first because you don't know what's on the other side that's why I want to see my head first so that I can see what's going on on the other side. I don't understand the appeal of, to some people of being like, nobody's ever been in this, in this before in this Mm. cave that you had to exhale all the, the air out of your body and then shimmy through. through. Like, let me go through this part of the cave that I don't know what's on the other side and whether or not I can even get through and survive. Yes. I, I agree with that. Not for me. Um, Not for me. So that's my level of claustrophobia. Um, See, I have, um, when I was a child, mm-hmm. um, we, you know, those like plastic tubs that all the Christmas decorations go in or whatever. Mm. Uh, I was playing around with one and I was like, Ooh, look. Oh, did it latch on you? And, and no, I got in it. And then Mark, my brother. Yeah. Locked you in it. Put the lid on and sat on it. Mm. For five minutes. Yeah. And I was horrified. Horrified. Yeah. I think I cried for like an hour. That was valid. Um, yeah. This, I was talking to um, Alejandro. I was talking to Alejandro and I was like, um, sibling, living with siblings, because I was talking about something that my siblings did to me when I was younger. And I was like, having siblings sucks sometimes. Because he has a, a younger brother, but he like never, the younger brother never like really like did much with him what's the age difference uh five years Mm. um and your age differences are three on both sides so six for my sister three for my brother and then three and a half to four with my little brother yeah Yeah, but you're the older brother in that sense in that sense yeah yeah and older gay brothers are not like i'm gonna fuck this kid up yeah i didn't do anything to him he would just actually he did more to me as a younger brother (laughs) and pissed me the fuck off all the time but now he's the closest brother to me how sweet is that anyways um yeah i don't remember what i was talking about with alejandro about it but i was like yeah living with with siblings kind of fucks you up because like you know that's what fucking happens um so that's a perfect example um, but when I was, went scuba diving in, um, Cabo, they were like, are you, 
like claustrophobic and i was like why why would that matter well apparently like having just like one little breathing device under 30 feet of water is like a whoa <laughs> it's crazy i did never feel that so am i claustrophobic probably not the like full definition of claustrophobic but if i can't move all of my limbs like freely yeah yeah well if you're I underwater like, you can do that yeah <laughs> you're I still would, swimming would, like yeah yeah like it's didn't bother like me. a box i don't yeah. want to be in a box didn't bother me uh, I got you, but yes, in a way, in the same sense that you are. So, could you ever be imagine being buried alive? If I'm being offered money, like you know, see, they do Dragula that for shows. I or do, Fear I Factor. I, I think I could do that. It's the same idea of being covered with scorpions or snakes or whatever. It's like no, I'd prefer that. I think I would actually probably prefer that over uh, being buried, alive. being buried alive. But yeah, I would. I could do it. Because in that sense, you also have to, like, put yourself in that mental situation and say, they're not going to let me die. Yeah, but, I mean, my brother wasn't going to let me die. And I still freaked out. Fallon. So, in 1889, (laughs) um, James Hatcher married uh, to a a woman in Pikeville named... A woman? A woman. I know, it's not gay. This mm. is not Let's Talk That's About so Gay Stuff. Um, Octavia Smith, the mm. daughter of Jacob Smith, an early settler. Their life together would be tragically brief as their union would produce only one son, Jacob, who was born shortly before his mother died. Or did she? The or baby did she? died soon after he was born, possibly leading to the depression and illness that preceded Octavia's own death. Um, the death of Octavia Hatcher has created a legend that is still very much a part of Pikeville. Mm. Uh, Jacob was born in January of 1891 and only lived for a few days before he died. Uh, A short time later, Octavia uh, got sick, likely suffering from depression and was quite ill. Uh, The illness took a turn for the worst in April of the same year and she slipped into a coma. Um, oh no and they don't they didn't understand brains at all as we saw with the lobotomy uh episode that i did lobotomies Uh uh-huh um also it's like a coma i i'm not exactly sure i guess what a coma entails do you have a pulse you have a pulse during a coma yeah but you're also like very faint um very low resting heart rate because your body's not moving or doing much of anything it's also not going to be much brain function at all. You you look like you're dead. Yeah, but and you're like, breathing. Slow, very slowly, yeah. So if they're like... Because your body's not taking in much of anything. But also at that point, you're also... At that point in history, they probably weren't also feeding people that were in a coma. So, I mean, at that point, she's probably also malnourished, starved. Uh, you know, because like nowadays, if you're in a coma, they're putting food through your feeding tubes and keeping your water intake going and stuff like that so your body's still functioning but back then they weren't getting water or um uh keeping up with the liquid intake and food and all that stuff so these people were dying while they were in their comas yeah so i'm sure their bodies got to a point that it was just deteriorating so i'm sure they could assume they were dead bones (laughs) sydney this is bones Bones. uh we haven't said it in a while uh Cindy, Cindy, the TV's leaking. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> uh, honestly, they needed, like, a scary movie five. Is that what they're on now? Uh, that... No, I think they're way past that. 
No way. They made. I remember they made a scary movie four, and it was uh, apparently not good. Um, no, I just want something that has Anna Faris and Brenda. Brenda. Mm-hmm. What is Brenda's name? I don't know. You looked it up on one of the podcasts a long time ago. Oh, it is a scary movie five. I didn't know they had a scary movie five. Those are the only two I want, and I want them to. But Anna Faris wasn't in scary movie five, right? No. No, she was not. Uh, she was in scary movie four, but is that uh, Snoop Dogg? Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Dogg is in Scary Movie 5. <gasps> we love Snoop Dogg. Mm, I don't know about that. Why? Uh, scary Movie... Actually, I don't dislike him. I think he's actually quite comical. I just love that he's out there. There's with... a Scary Movie 6 as well. You're right. Oh, Anna Ferris is in this one. Snoop Dogg is out there. This is very... Annabelle in it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking... It also has that uh, one dude on, I'm still on SNL that has the really big smile that is new and he's not funny. The new one? Pete Davidson. He's Pete not da- new. Oh, well. He's... he's not on SNL anymore either. Oh, well, that's perfect. Because I don't but think they, he's funny. They bring him back all the time and I'm like. Can you not? Is this who Bring back Kristen Wiig or uh, anyone else. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, yes. No, Maya. Maya. Oh my god, I have the funniest thing to show you. I want to Are these? Do it. No, I don't think this is real. These look like made up photos. Also, that's Mark Wahlberg. But this has Brenda and Anna Ferris in it. Hold on, wait. Scary Movie 7? Hold on, wait. Right there. I would give it to her. I okay, so Scary Movie her. 7 doesn't exist. Scary Movie 6 also currently does not exist, but it should. And um, I don't know if this is a real movie poster, but it looks like they have Anna Ferris as part of the cast. It's um, Anna. It also I've says seen Frozen Two and One. It also says the movie that goes back to its roots, and it looks like it does have Anna Faris and a Brenda. Bronda. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it looks like it's about Annabelle. It also looks like it has that bitch from um, uh, Stranger Things, and I'm like, no. But also Pete Davids- Davison. I don't know if this is Pete real or Davison. not. Davison. Um, I don't. I don't know. But it apparently is supposed to make kind of like insidious and. Uh, <gasps> It chapter Sister. two and uh, Child's Play, Get Out, Scream season three, Happy Death Day. It's supposed to make fun of all that shit. So we'll see. We shall see. Uh, so yeah, Anna Ferris as Cindy, Regina Hall as Brenda, Regina. and then a bunch of people. Um, Rod Reynolds is supposed to be in it. Miranda Cosgrove is making a comeback. Um, <gasps> Miranda? Yeah. Have you watched the new... Uh, you didn't watch the original iCarly, right? No, you were I was too watching old adult shows by then. Oh, Kristen Wiig is supposed to be in it as well. John Mulaney is supposed to be in there. <gasps> John Mulaney is hilarious. Carrie Washington? She makes the same face in every show. Yes, she does. Um, but she's amazing in Scandal. Uh, Pete Davidson, like I said. Um... Wow. A bunch of other names I don't recognize. But uh <laughs> Wow, the doctors were unable to determine a cause for her coma and when she died on May the second, it was thought that she had perished from an unknown illness. Aw. Funeral services were held almost immediately and carried out. Uh it was unseasonably hot uh that spring and Octavia was not embalmed. Ew. No time was wasted in placing her in her grave in the Hatcher family plot. Uh, James had suffered a double tragedy. He, he lost his firstborn child and his first wife. Um, but he's not ready to stop grieving yet. Hmm. Several days after Octavia's death, several other people began suffering from the same coma-like symptoms that Octavia exhibited. 
uh, research conducted by Herma Shelton shows that uh, the illness was a sort of sleeping sickness that was brought on by the bite of a certain fly. So when where was this? Kentucky. Kentucky. So we had sleeping disease here in Kentucky. Kentucky by the Mississippi. Okay. So um, fairly swampy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the news began to spread. Hatcher and members of his family, some of them doctors, began to worry that this may have been the same illness that Octavia had uh, contracted. Because I assume that it was like, oh, there's this illness and people are waking back up after we thought they were dead. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, their fears turned to panic as they realized that she may have been buried alive. Um, an emergency exhumation was conducted and Octavia's casket was opened. They found the poor young woman in a horrific state. Uh-huh. Apparently the coffin had not been airtight and she had managed to survive for a few days. Oh, jeez. Trapped beneath the ground. Ah! The lining on the lid of the coffin had been torn and shredded by Octavia's bloody nails. Uh-huh. And her face had been scratched and contorted into expression of terror. Um, apparently she had awoken in the casket and... Uh, then she was unable to escape, and she undoubtedly succumbed to a terrifying death. Yeah. So she was dead when they opened it. Oh, yeah. oh okay. She's very dead. Um, she, she's very dead. Uh, they reburied her, um, and her husband built a expensive monument on the site of that looked like her on top. And uh, there was a carving of a baby in, in her arms. Um People have broken it since then, so now the baby's on the ground. But Oh, no. She, yeah, she was buried alive. And that's where they came up with all these contraptions to, like, create vents into people's uh-huh. uh, graves and a little bell for people to ring if they're still alive. Yeah. But apparently, I mean, it's happened a lot in history. This one is the one that's most... Romeo and Juliet. They were in a mausoleum. Well, she was dead. 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 She was poisoned. Poisoned. Um, the friar gave her some poison. She was like, I go sleep now. And then... But she died. And then he kissed her and he died. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was he dead. He kissed her, killed himself. She woke up, killed herself. That was a lot. Everyone's dead. And then there was a battle that happened because everyone was dead and everyone died. Shakespeare? What the fuck are you doing? He created genres. He created drama. He did drama. Why do I keep picking? I don't. You. That's the the third time, honey. Seven. Oh, I I only noticed three, but sure, seven. Um, well, that's wild because that is uh, a fear of yours. Mm, I don't fear death. Let's go outside and I'll bury you alive. Oh well, if if you are burying me while I. While I'm all malfunctioning, yeah, it's fine. You got to close it manually. Um, if you buried me while I was um coherent and conscious about that, uh, yes, it would be a fear of of mine. I don't, I don't like that at all. Uh, did you know that people quite often die and not quite often, but there are people who do the whole like burying yourself in the sand and then tide comes and they die? Yeah, that that happens more often than I am comfortable with. Um, but uh, I don't know the numbers, but there's still several a year that I'm like, why are you like this? Well, and the water or the water will make the sand very like compact. So yeah, can't move. Yeah, 
So like if the water, the tide starts, and but also the tide starts coming in underneath you before it like comes up on the top. So if you are buried down to your legs or whatever, because uh, I mean sea level is sea level of the sand. So if you start seeing water in the sand, that part's going to get very compact very fast. I mean I buried myself up to my legs before and I fell over. So like I'm not gonna try and bury myself up to my body. Uh, up to my neck because I would never do it because that's also the claustrophobia that I have. That's valid, yeah. Um, But if I were to possibly consider it, I wouldn't do it anywhere near the water. Oh, absolutely not. You would not do it at the The water line. You do it it way far up the beach. Like, that's what we're digging, honey. Okay? (laughs) To where it's almost clay and I have to get a shovel. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to have a shovel anyways. There's no way that you're digging a hole deep enough for a tall... (laughs) I'm very tall. Can you say that one more time? A taller person. Very tall. An adult male. A very tall adult male. An average size adult male. Mm-mm, mm-mm. If I have shoes on, I'm six feet. Do you, ha- do you wear three-inch platforms? Uh, no, because then I'd be six-two. That's not true. There's no way that you were four inches taller than me. I am. There is absolutely no way that you're I'm four inches taller than 11. me. Three inches tall. There's no way you're I'm still. I'm five eleven. There's no I'm way. Five eleven. There's no five eleven. You were like. Do you want me to pull out my fucking driver's license? You were. Yes. It doesn't matter how tall you are in your driver's license. I lied on mine too. I don't lie on mine. Uh, I'm five eleven. You are not five eleven. Yes, There's I am. no way you're five eleven. Anyway, I will not listen to any more slander from oh your my bitch God. fucking mouth. Yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> about you having a bitch fucking mouth? No, I do, do have that. I do have that. I do know that. It do be like that sometime. I'm very tall, and I need you to acknowledge it. Or else I will die. <laughs> Please teach me. Oh my god, when gays... Tell me I'm I, tall! I see gays on Twitter that are like, anything under six feet is a short gay, and I'm like, honey, <laughs> this is too much. Someone also, I also saw someone say I wouldn't six, know anything about that because I'm two. over six feet. And I was like, where in the country do you live that you think that everyone is over 6'2"? Because somehow I am taller than other people at the bars. I want to say that I'm like average. I'm like 50, 50% people are shorter than me. 50% people are taller than me. So it's like, how can you claim that you need everyone to be 6'2 or taller? Uh, it seems wrong to me. Anyways. Uh, also, let me tell you, when I have my nails painted, I do more of this. <laughs> More of my flat na- flat hand, uh, just like I have to uh, accentuate how gay I am, okay? I would applaud you for that, but I would say the people that you're doing this motion to cannot see the painted nails. Because I can't see your, your nails right now. Maybe that's so why I'm doing it. it's more for you, I think. Maybe, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I think you just do it to be like, is there a chip? There's yes. yes, there's plenty, <laughs> tons of them, hundreds. Um, well, excellent. Well, yes, being uh, buried alive is a terrible, terrible situation, honey. Um, well, you have to be here while I talk about the beginning of my topic. So, um, I'm not. I'm still here. Yeah, but also I, I like want to see your facial expressions because it's uh, very exciting to me that it's going to be a very um, controversial opinion uh, that we have a lot of feelings about, okay? So it's a very... Like this topic? I like it, yeah. I like to talk about it quite often. So... But why? 
But one. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 It's a claw machine. You uh, touch it. <laughs> it just spills everywhere. <laughs> All over my computer. <laughs> just burns up. Burns up. Um, burns? So, you ready for this? Uh, wait, let me take a guess. Yeah, what is it? We're going to be talking about the life and times of Cher. Oh, that's pretty scary. No, it's really great. It's uh, oh wait, wrong podcast. Never, I'm missing. Oh uh, yeah, wrong podcast. I thought it was wrong. Why has she not been a guest on I'm RuPaul's Drag about Race all the time now? And um, I'm really the only one on there, so I just I'm really gay, dude. Yes, we knew that. Oh! <laughs> I've been keeping such a great secret. <laughs> It's so crazy that I'm married to a man, have two children. So crazy. No idea that anyone Nobody's knows that I'm ever gay. Nobody's guessed. Was he, he, oh, we'll talk about this off the podcast. It was a question from earlier, but that's fine. What? Should I do a pause? No, I was just talking about happy hour that I'm you went to today. Pause. I'm sorry. No, and I, <laughs> I, I really don't like that you brought that up on the podcast because oh my I didn't God. stop recording. You didn't? No. Oh. You pushed the, the, the space bar. I totally did. <laughs> you bitch. Okay, well, um, you know that I love to scare Spencer in any way that I can whenever I get the opportunity to. I just wanted to put out a disclaimer for everyone. It's hurricane season. Please be repaired. Fill up your gas tanks and uh-huh. um, <laughs> provide yourself with a week's worth of drinking water uh-huh. that's packaged. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all. That's a very good PSA for this moment because there is a potential hurricane that is going to be starting in the Gulf. And it might be heading our direction. So I always enjoy scaring Spencer about it uh, because it's one of the few things that I can always, I always know that I'm going to scare you about. So last week I went driving to mm-hmm. go get these fucking books. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I already told you. You told me, but I don't think the podcast knows. For fucking books. And uh, I didn't realize that this portion of Houston that I was driving in floods like that. Mm. It's the line with the metro train. I was like, how is it going to... Oh, it's perfect. (laughs) How is it going to flood? And the metro train runs on it. Flooding, Mm. mama. And I wasn't in the Jeep. I was in Thomas's car. Mm. So I wasn't like... Everything's safe above the ground yeah. here. And uh, it, it, sh- long story short, I think the tires weren't on the ground for some time. Yeah. I think I floated. I think I floated. <gasps> and I was stressed. There was one time that I waterlogged. I, I thought that I, no, not I thought. I did waterlog my car because I could feel it. The car was like, blah, 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 and I was like, oh, no, no, no. That was during Hurricane Imelda or Tropical Storm Imelda. Uh, that I took. Oh, cheers, Queen! Yes. Um, tropical storm Imelda. That I was trapped at the office uh, because I had a customer at ten o'clock that no showed uh, because there was a tropical storm happening, and uh, we had taken off because Imelda was gonna. Was, it, well, if you remember, Imelda came in and nothing happened, and that was when I had gotten, like, Monday and Tuesday off, because we, like, canceled, and then it came back down, and so when it came back down, that's when all the flooding fucking happened, and that was when 45 was shut down, because it was under, you know, an immense amount of of water, took me three hours to get home to the third ward, Um, yeah, took a lot of time for that one, but yeah, that was when I got trapped at the office, and I was like, oh, the water looks to be going down, because it's raining, 
wasn't going down, went on the Mitchelldale that was under so much water that my car, which is a raised up SUV, is I mean, it's not like super raised up, but still like not a small car, went down in the water, like dipped down onto Mitchelldale Street, and my car was like, brum, 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 and I was like, no, 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 turned back onto the, 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 um, the parking lot, and was like, yeah, I guess I'm not going anywhere yet, so... That's fun. We have now since stocked the uh, fridge that we have with wine and beer. Uh, so if we ever get stuck there, we've got wine and beer to enjoy. So At the office? At the office, yeah. LOL. I think it's hilarious. Um, anyways, so today I want to talk about something that will scare you. And it's also something near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Do you think we, you know what you're talking about? It's climate change. No. Oh. Um, we've had enough years to marinate since this has happened, so I want to go ahead and uh, allow that talk about the historical context of this itself. We're gonna talk about Hurricane Harvey. Oh, uh, how that's okay. But oh, okay. I, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's enough good. for us to like kiki about and talk about and you know go from there. Talk about our. I have I have personal experience. Yes, we both do. That's the fun part of the, about this one is we lived through it literally. Yeah. Oh, wow. How fun. Yeah. So um. Hurricane Harvey started as a uh, tropical wave and invest off the coast of Africa in the Eastern Atlantic Ocean uh, on a Spoiler nice... alert, they all do. They all do. Normally, yeah, exactly. On a nice westward journey on August 12th of 2017. Uh, actually, hold on. I'm going to... I just love that it's always like, it's just a silly little storm off the coast of Africa. And that's the, also... The people in Africa are like, it's just a little sprinkle. Uh-huh. And then it gets over here and it's like... Fuck you! Yep. I was like, oh, we had just had a little bit of dust that came off of uh, the Sahara. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Honestly, um, well, that's one thing about this storm that uh, I already knew, but also have uh, wanted to talk about on this podcast because it's, it's very um, alarming to me. Um, so. Surface circulation and lots of convection uh, caused the tropical low to strengthen to a tropical depression by August 17th, um, about 800 miles from Barbados. Um, It's Barbados. I knew that you were going to try and correct me on how I said it. Uh, It's Barbados. Also, uh, most of these are written by me. So if something's incorrect, someone please call me out on this one uh, because I just – I did the Cliff's Notes version of all this. So I was like, ooh, yeah, yes. Was that me? No. No. <laughs> it wasn't me either. I don't believe you. Um, so I just kind of like cliff notes this and I was like, oh yeah, that was a number that, was, <laughs> that I wrote down here. Um, so this is all my writing, honey. Uh, so then it took a, uh, this, this storm took a quick trest, trek, Lord, quick trek westward uh, and started to be like water. It was delicious. Yeah, and started strengthening uh, and led it to becoming a tropical storm later that day. So it went from nothing to a tropical depression to a tropical storm within a day. Um, And that was officially assigned the name Harvey. Uh, So it made landfall on Barbados with sustained winds around 45 miles an hour on August 18th and then crossed from the Atlantic into the Caribbean Sea. And bum, 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 the plot thickens, honey. Sometimes I feel like if those islands where they have a hurricane, it's like not as bad. That's Most not true. Most of the time, yes. I think it is bad. Correct. But sometimes it's just like it's a a, a depression that passes over, mm-hmm. and it's gone in like 
two hours. Yeah, because like some, we've also had some hurricanes. Because uh, one of them, actually, that I'm going to talk about later, Hurricane Irma, that happened a week after Harvey, uh, was a strong hurricane because it came from like more of the southward direction. So it didn't start like entirely off the coast of Africa, but it was like close to like South America, and then was like going straight upward. So it went uh, across the uh, Lesser Antilles as a hurricane, a strong hurricane. So it is true that the, like at that point it crosses over because like the great galveston uh hurricane that went over um the lesser antilles in cuba as a lesser storm but then cuba was like that's gonna be crazy good luck you united states um because the gulf of mexico was like hot, hot. and cuba hot. at the time was one of the like popping places for uh hurricane and meteorological research uh because cuba's like we get hurricanes all the time let's research this shit uh and so they did uh, and so they were like, that's going to be crazy. And they watched the storm build and they could still see the storm f- by the time it hit Galveston. Like that's how big the great Galveston hurricane was uh, that Cuba could still see the storm in the sky. Uh, I talked about it previously, but yeah, they could still see the hurricane when it, it hit in 1900 or 1901, whenever it was. Um, oh that's crazy, right? Um I have so many uh, like pictures from Hurricane uh, of Hurricane Harvey from above, and I will not lie, it gave me like some uh, trauma. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I hate this," because it was like one like video of like seeing it over Houston, and like I watched that image for three days. Yeah, just sitting over the top of us. Anyways, um, and I'll explain why that happened. Um, but we'll get there. Uh, it was actually here that the wind shear almost toppled the storm over and downgraded it to a tropical wave. So it wasn't even like a storm. It was just like, you're just like some random storms that are out over Clouds. the ocean. Exactly. But the low pressure system was like, yeah, not done. <laughs> so it lost fuck it up. Yes, it lost all of its structure. Uh, and it was just a low pressure system. Um, but it was still somehow very strong with this convection which is where it's taking up all the heat and moisture from the ocean so there was no storms that there were no major storms circulating around it that were like yes i'm here on this low but there was so much low pressure that it was still sucking everything from the ocean um that it was still trying to work itself uh into a storm so it crossed the caribbean and into the gulf after it crossed uh, no it got close to mexico so it crossed between uh, Hispanola, which is Dominican Republic and Haiti, uh, and Jamaica, uh, and then crossed like that those two islands, and then crossed underneath uh, underneath those uh, by South America. So between South America and Hispaniola, essentially, um, and in its weakened state uh, before it then crossed over the Yucatan in its weakened state still uh, as just storms. Uh, like uh, people thought that Harvey, and I mean even here, people thought that Harvey was just going to be like. Nothing. Well, yeah, because I remember talking to it, uh, talk to my coworkers about it, and they were like, "It's just gonna be my friend Heaven." These big coffin nails, mm-hmm. full face of heavy ass makeup. She's like, "It's just a little rain." Yeah, I remember th- at it's this point. Be a rain. I remember at this point, whenever it was still before it crossed Yucatan, people were like, "Well, it, might, it could come here," and I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna." D-. I thought this too, but I remember not me. I was like, "Shit's gonna be." Fucked. See, not I was not at that point yet, but I do remember talking about it on that because uh, I was run captain on Tuesdays, uh, and I remember talking about it on Tuesday that I was like, "Hey, uh, this storm could be something big," 
Uh, so do your hurricane prep, fill your bathtubs, you know, get your your uh, electronics charged and all that stuff. And everyone's like, it's not that big a deal, Chris. Like, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, honey, I don't know. But like, I, I mentioned that as like a worry, but at the time, like in the back of my mind, I was like, no, because that's not going to cross yet. Um, it's going to cross Yucatan and it'll probably fizzle out. That's what everyone's saying. Like, it's already not that great of a storm because it's already kind of died. Uh, and like, you know, nothing crazy. And that's why I'm going to look at it now because like the historical context and actual like studies on it have happened. So like, it's actually kind of fun to look at this and like, this is why this happened to us. Um, so it, uh, the remnants of Harvey re-entered the Gulf of Mexico on August 23rd. Uh, so I looked at the dates and times because I wanted to remember all the like timeline of events. Uh, so let me pop on back on the calendar there. Uh, I think the 23rd was a Tuesday. So let me just double check that. Um, you what? Friday. Friday? No, the 23rd was a Wednesday. Uh, Friday, it, it made landfall on, on Friday. Yes. Yes. Uh, you're right, but also you're wrong. <laughs> so um, the 23rd was when, uh, that was when I started to pay more attention to it. Because it came back into the Gulf of Mexico and I was like, what are you doing, honey? Um so by uh, so it came back in the Gulf of Mexico early morning on the twenty third, uh, and this is where the fun part starts. Uh, the word rapid intensification came up several times because this was one of one of the most rapidly intensifying storms. Uh, Hurricane Wilma in two thousand five was apparently a massive storm that did. Uh, they called it catastrophic intensification. So she apparently turned into a uh, went from a tropical storm to a Cat five in one day. So like that's something honey um so by 6 p.m on the 23rd so same day it had regained its tropical storm status and developed an eye uh which helped the slow reorganization of the storms and continued it only helped to continue its intensification so when it has an eye that's where you really get that strong convection because that's where the center of the low pressure is so if it has an eye uh be worried. Be worried. Exactly. Um, so on August 24th, it became a hurricane and grew stronger as if overnight, which it did overnight. Uh, I specifically remember this day vividly uh, because that was Thursday. Uh, so all day Thursday, I was like, something's going on. Something's happening. Something's happening. <laughs> I don't believe this. I remember going to the run group on that Thursday uh, and I was like, you guys need to take this seriously. Like, oh, it's a tropical storm. It's no big deal. We had, uh, was it Allison that came in in 2001? Uh, that was apparently a big deal. And they were like, hey, it's a tropical storm. And, like, it might flood a little bit, but like, you know, whatever. Uh, no big deal. Everyone just like wrote me off in the run group. And I remember going from the run group to Walmart. Uh, and that place was a shit show. Yeah. Uh, because everything was just like destroyed. And I like tried to like maintain my composure. It was like, just going for regular shopping. Here's this last loaf of bread. Here's this last piece of peanut butter. Like, you know, doing my shit. But I, in my mind, I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I uh, procrastinated the last minute and, like, was not prepared for this. But I was like, get all the non-perishables available. I got, like, cheese balls and, like, a million bags of chips. And, like, uh, they weren't even, like, name brand chips because that was all that was left. Um even the news was like uh, was telling us that it wasn't going to be a big deal. It was like, oh, it might like make it might make landfall as a category one is what I remember. I specifically remember the news telling us it might make category one landfall, and like that was kind of like a, that was it. And they were like, oh, it's going to be near Corpus Christi. Like that won't be our problem. Like blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, 
but also at the same time, I'm going to go ahead and prepare for this. And Savannah thought the same thing. Uh, so it was a, a, like a big deal that she was like, oh, I don't care. Like, but she also doesn't really pay too much attention to it. But since Hurricane Harvey, she has paid attention to it. And she sends me like little invests. So she was the one who taught me, told me about this one that was like happening soon, uh, potentially this weekend slash next week. Uh, they say Monday. We should know more about it. Yeah. Like where it's going to land. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm seeing a lot the of like spaghetti plots say towards New Orleans, but yeah, there are some that are venturing this way. Mm-hmm. And I am going to the grocery store tomorrow. Yes, me too. Yes, I was supposed to go today, but I did not do that. So I need to do it tomorrow morning. So as of after my workout that I told you guys about earlier, I will be going <gasps> directly to the grocery store and getting all the non-perishables and whatever else I might need. So And charging all my battery packs tomorrow. So uh, she's coming ready because she ain't going to do this whole like potential situation. I did the same thing last year for, what was it, Beta that came through here that was or potentially going to come through here. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And then it went over north to uh, Louisiana. Uh, but still, being prepared is very important. Um, yeah, I just remember the news telling us, like, it wasn't going to be a big deal. And, like, plenty of people believed that. And that's what, like, made me really sad about the whole event. Come on, honey. Uh, and so um, I will not lie that, like, when I was in that grocery store and seeing, like, shelves just completely ravaged, I did start to freak out, like, mm, not my only majorly, but I – held it all inside and like i'm gonna get through this see your boy is um very psychotic yes we knew so, that at, at but you're living in thomas at this point yes no 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 not yet okay no i uh he was in chicago oh <laughs> he just uh, chicago oh uh, you weren't gay <laughs> we were dating <laughs> It would have been you that said no. Oh. <laughs> anyway. You guys were gay together at some point. He was in Chicago taking uh-huh. pictures with the bean. And uh, I, I was at, at home mm-hmm. with my parents. And uh, down in uh, Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Yeah. Ooh, no. And uh, I, I, the... I was working the Thursday, I think, because uh-huh. it landfalled on when? Friday? Friday. Uh, Friday. Yes. Yeah, I was working Thursday Friday night, night technically, but we had, uh, it's, it, because it became a strong storm, surprise, we already know what happened, but also, yeah. Uh, surprise, yeah, it, it became such a strong storm that we were already getting effects on Friday midday. I was we there were, until yeah. Thursday at, like, eight or so <clears throat> and then i was like i'm not i'm not staying here well, that you, was me i went to work on friday i went to work on friday and that that's i think i talk about it later but like i went to work on that friday um and we like there was no hurricane plan in place and i was like so what are we doing here and like customers would call us and, like i'm surprised you're open there's a like a hurricane heading y'all's way you know that right i'm like yes i know that and, like, my boss is sitting next to me, and I'm like, but every other department had left by 11 a.m. They had all left. The only one that was left was the customer service department, and I'm like, yeah. And so it came to be one, and, like, I'm texting Savannah because uh, Savannah was like, yeah, this storm is coming directly towards us. Uh, and I was like, uh, I had all the food and shit like that in my car already because um, all non-perishables. So it wasn't anything that was, like – it was going to go bad. I just left it in my car because, like, I I knew that I wanted to leave my car in the in a garage because, like, I didn't want it – like, if it hailed or anything like that, I wanted to move it wherever I needed to move it 
So I left it in the parking garage at work. And she came and picked me up in her work truck because she could park in her parking garage. Because uh, her parking garage at her apartments, uh, guests had to park on the top floor. Uh, and apparently several cars up there got, like, severely damaged because hail and all the other things that happened. Uh, so she uh, – luckily, I didn't do that. But she was – she came in – I left my car at work, and she came, came and picked me up. And I said uh, – she, she texted me and said, work just let me out. And I said, come here now. And, like, I will leave work as soon as you get here. And I think it was, like, uh, 1230 or 1. And I said, uh, yeah, you all haven't told me what I can do about leaving for this hurricane. Uh, so I'm leaving now. And you can charge me whatever uh, sick days or sick hours or whatever you want me to. But I'm fucking leaving. So I walked out. Um, after someone – two other people had already done that. Uh, and uh, apparently they, they let them go at 430. And our official cutoff time was 5. And I was like, oh, you let them go 30 minutes early for hurricane prep. Anyways, I was very bitter about that. Uh, but, yeah, that was a, a whole, like, uh, issue. Because overnight, the fun stuff happened for Hurricane Harvey. So on the – oh, shit. I just closed that. I wanted to keep that open. Um, the 24th, was it? twenty? Yeah, 24th overnight going into the 25th. Uh, it, it intensified from a – so it intensified to a hurricane, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, and then overnight it went um, – so, yeah, 23rd to 24th, it went from a tropical s storm to a, a hurricane. Uh, but it stayed as, as a hurricane status uh, category one at on the 24th until the evening. And the evening happened – and that's when it went from a Category 1 overnight to a Category 4 on the 25th. Uh, so, got crazy. Roll fucking fast. Uh, so then, uh, as it's approaching, that's when people went fucking crazy here in Houston. They were like, oh shit. Like, this is crazy. And also, the north side of a hurricane is always the most important. So, even if a hurricane... We, should, we in Houston should always be worried about a hurricane that hits... Uh, even down to Brownsville, because we are in Houston on the north side of the hurricane, will always feel those effects. Uh, especially since normally what happens with the, the mountains in Mexico and the Rocky Mountains, they will push the storm eastward. So we should always be worried about anything that hits south of us, uh, for sure, because the north side of the storm is always the most, uh, north side of a hurricane is always the strongest. Um, so when they projected that it was going to make landfall in uh Corpus Christi, essentially, uh, that was still a alarming situation for us because we were still going to get the the brunt of uh, a lot of it. So, well, I feel like most people, when it was like it's going to hit Corpus Christi, they were like, <sighs> "Yes, exactly." I agree. Um, because then what happened next is what really fucked shit up. So, uh, it came... Follow the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yes, honestly. Uh, no, it didn't even follow the Gulf Coast. What happened before that, um... <laughs> Jut up into Texas and then come back down and follow Come back the Gulf down Coast. into the Gulf Coast. This storm made landfall five times. Uh, I don't know that it was a record. It didn't say that it was a record for, uh, uh, for hurricanes, but I feel like making landfall five times is, uh... Noteworthy. It's a noteworthy situation here. Absolutely. So Hurricane Harvey made landfall at Hans, uh, Hans Jose, San Jose Island at 3 a.m. at on August 26th as a Category 4 hurricane with sustained winds of 145 miles an hour. 145 miles an hour. Uh, the barrier – so Han, San – said it again. Han so, Soze. Han uh, Soze. San Jose Island is the barrier island off of uh, Rockport, which is um, 
bordering Port Aransas. So Port Aransas is the place that I absolutely love. Uh, so San Jose Island and then Port Aransas and then Rockport is like up here with like a little bay in between. Um, yeah, so it hit that at 3 a.m. on August 26th, uh, just east of Rockport. Um, and then because Barrier Island, Rockport. Uh, before finally making second landfall at Rockport an hour later. So it went over the island and then slowed down because it went over land. And it was like, oh. And then it hit Rockport after that uh, in a slightly weakened state. Uh, so for two days, the storm but stalled. But that was the most powerful it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, but then the storm stalled because it was like, mm -hmm. I don't like this because <laughs> it's land. But also there was another factor that happened. Uh, so it stalled to a crawl um, of a few miles per hour. Read two miles an hour. Two miles an hour uh, for a day. So it just sat there. So we're only, what, four or five hours from Corpus Christi? No, not even that. Three hours from Corpus Christi. Um, and this storm was massive. The pictures of this storm is ridiculous to me. Uh, so we're... I mean, that's pretty much the whole coast of Texas. Correct. The entire coast of Texas was just completely enveloped by the storm. Uh, before it decided, uh, hey, let me back out into the ocean. Let me go back out here real fast. Um, and that's when it was, like, starting to, like, drizzle, but, like, in, in Houston. Drizzle, oh, yes. but rain sometimes but then it redeveloped yeah. <laughs> and it was like oh wait hold on well i'm just saying that the water started then oh yeah 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 yeah, absolutely uh so it had moved southeast because of a weak front uh so uh, it, uh, the idea i mean the north is always spitting us uh high pressure systems um and so that's that. That's why the Gulf Coast is always like a battleground with meteorological shit because low pressure systems are coming from Africa all the time, and then high pressure systems are coming from the north all the time. So they battle right along the swampy coast that is from San Antonio uh, along the uh, from the Yucatan to Florida. Yeah, like like Oklahoma, like basically the Ozarks up to the Appalachians, like all that like swamp coast not swampy but like the um low lowlands uh is all um free game. free free game essentially absolutely um i do remember that uh the storm came in so hard that the that um san antonio and austin had massive wind damage because the storm was heading that direction when it came in it was going up to san antonio my parents were freaked out because they had had a tornado into uh, no 1989 uh, that ripped the roof off their house. Uh, no, 1988. I'm sorry, ripped the roof off their house because the hurricane had come through and caused massive wind damage. So they uh, a tornado ripped the the roof out their house. Um, See, I don't know if I'm more afraid of a tornado or of a hurricane. I think I'm more afraid of a tornado because... I think it's a, a tornado as well. Because, because tornadoes are not something that you can plan for. I mean, you can, but, like, you can't. You know what I'm saying? It's more like you get five minutes. spawns tornadoes. Correct. Mm -hmm. And there will be tornadoes in your hurricane. Correct. And there were with Hurricane Harvey. Oh, yeah. But, um, I don't know. The hurricane is just more... Like, you... you wet so yeah. i think it's less like the oh uh, it's gonna be something wind where i'm just whipped up into the uh -huh. air 
So I, f- I think that a tornado was scarier. Yeah, but you can also plan more kind of for a hurricane unless it's – like, Hurricane Harvey was an issue for us because we were told by everyone, including news sources, that it was like, it's going to be Category 1. You get to live through this. It's no big deal. Like, no worries. Um, Greg Abbott, shitty uh, – Governor, as we already know, didn't evacuate counties around Corpus Christi until the 24th, which is it made landfall the 25th. So he evacuated counties then uh, only certain ones uh, and didn't plan for anything else. So it was like they're already feeling the effects of shit and you decide to evacuate counties and didn't tell anyone north of that. As you know about uh, hurricanes. Uh, So he... Because he's just like, the storm surge. Yeah. But he also declared a state of emergency uh, for 30. I didn't write this in in this. I remember from the notes. uh, 30 counties that were from basically Brownsville all the way up to Corpus Christi, all the way to Victoria. He declared those a state of emergency situation as a start point. Um, And then after that, he declared 20 more counties and then ended up declaring like 20 more after that. So there was like apparently 70 counties in in Texas. And I was like, he's been one of my favorite governors because he's just done a really awesome job with everything that happens. He knows how to do this shit. Absolutely. Oh my God. My favorite is the the flyover by President Trump. (laughs) I didn't write about that. But the flyover Houston. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, glad you did that. Hi. Thank you. And it was like, uh, President Trump and First Lady Melania flew over Houston. I was like, Good did they for you. throw paper towels? Yeah, honestly, from the like plane. here, take this. Oh my god, it was <laughs> too much for me. Anyways, uh, so a weak front had it is a, at this time of year. It's called a warm front because it's not really like a cool front, but it is a like you know pushing a high pressure system down to us. So it came down, and that's what caused the storm to stop going inward because if it had gone inward what would happen is it probably would have pushed east along the the balconies escarpment uh like san antonio area it would have pushed to san antonio uh normally but and then it would have probably gone eastward over the the mountains and we would have been down with Fizzled. it correct but since there was a, a a high pressure system that was pushing the low pressure system out it pushed it back into the gulf and so that caused it to it lost a lot of its strength uh, but since it was over the warm water, it was still sucking things up, sucking up the warm water. And it was over shallow water outside of Galveston, essentially. And it was like, yeah, I ain't done. So it took all that water and most of it was on the north side of the, the convection, which was where? Here. Houston. Exactly. So that's what was causing a lot of uh, a lot of shit. Uh, so it just continued to dump shit on the Houston area. So finally, by August 30th... Um, after making two more landfalls, it didn't say where the other two landfalls were, but I do remember it like balancing along the coast. Um, on its slow dance, slow dance eastward, because it made landfall on what the the twenty fifth. Uh, so over five days, it finally made landfall in Cameron, Louisiana, which is like one of the most eastern cities in Louisiana. So it bounced along the coast for five days. Uh, at a sustained winds of 45 miles an hour, which is technically a uh, tropical storm still. Um, and meanwhile, the whole place is getting wet. Wet, 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 honey. Uh, so the extra extra tropical cyclone moved eastward inland on September 1st and gained speed until it was absorbed by another tropical extra tropical cyclone 
on September 3rd. Uh, at first I was like, was that the same time that Irma was coming through? Was that Irma that sucked him up? It wasn't. Irma came back uh, a week after that. Um, so impacts in Latin America and the Caribbean were mostly minimal. I don't want to minimize what happened because someone still died. Um, electricity had been knocked out in some areas and towns because of wind. And, uh, there were some homes that had to be, that had experienced water in them. And some people had to be evacuated and, uh, Suriname and Guyana, high winds and heavy rain caused flooding and damage and also caused one death. Um, in the United States damage was, uh, not minimal. It was catastrophic, honey. Uh, the widespread effects of Hurricane Harvey resulted in one of the costliest natural disasters in United States history. Uh, an estimated 300,000 structures and 500,000 vehicles were damaged or destroyed in Texas alone. Uh, the estimate uh, the estimated damage was about 125 billion dollars, uh, tying Hurricane Katrina. Uh, some people contest this because of inflation since 2005. Uh, but whatever. But then there was other estimates that said that uh, Hurricane Harvey reached as high as $160 billion. Billion. We're talking billion. That's a huge, 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 huge amount of money. Uh, hurricane was a costly storm in Texas until, you want to guess? 2017. From 2017 till now. Oh, the winter storm. Winter storm since until 2021 when uh, it was surpassed by a severe winter storm that cost Texas uh, or cost $195 billion and knocked out our power system because uh, our power system is shit. Uh, so, yeah, that was the, the winter storm Yuri, uh, which uh, from what I understand was also three winter storms. So whenever that had come through, it was like three different like named storms that came into Texas at one I time. I just know that it was chilly. It was uh, frosty. That was the first time you guys had the girls, right? That was the first week. First week that yeah. we had the girls. <laughs> like, welcome, freezing. Hi, it's cold <laughs> and we have no power. Don't flush the toilet. Don't flush it. <laughs> you won't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, um, that was that was a that was a lot. That could be another topic that I could talk about. That's so fun. But I'll I'll wait till winter for that one for us. Uh... <laughs> Sure. Because apparently we get to experience winter storms here in Houston nowadays, so. Well, I just know. We're going to get a fireplace installed. Uh Uh-huh. A wood-burning fireplace. Wood-burning. That's what one of my friends uh, who lived, we went and visited him in Schulenburg, uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, we lived here during the winter storm. We had everything. Everything was perfectly fine. And I was like, because they had well water, and they had a wood-burning fireplace inside, and I was like, okay, fuck you. Like, <laughs> everything was perfectly fine for them, but everything was fucked for everyone else. We're going to put the wood-burning fireplace right here. Just right through the middle. Just put it right through the middle. Like, it'll it'll be the room divider. That's what they did in the 60s. Yeah. It'll be a nice room divider. Just like, here's this fairness. It's and then perfect. we can cook over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could have a little hot worse. dog. Mm-hmm. Wow. You could have carbon monoxide inside. Well, we'll cl- no, because we'll oh. close all the windows and doors so that make- we don't let any of it get out. None of it's out. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. It's here for us. You got to smell hours. it. You got to smell it. Mmm. Charcoal. Oh. It's so sweet. Oh, yes. I feel that. Um, so, mm, yes. Winter Storm was the second most cost, first most costliest storm in Texas. 
And now Hurricane Harvey is number two. So overall, Hurricane Harvey caused 107 deaths from the storm-related incidences. So on, uh, there was 130, 130, 103 in Texas, two in Arkansas, one in Tennessee, and one in Kentucky. Uh, of the deaths in Texas, 68 were from the direct effects of uh, Harvey, uh, which is the highest number in the state since 1919, uh, which I guess uh, storm, storm came through, yeah. Um, throughout Texas, approximately 336,000 people were left without electricity and tens of thousands required rescue. By August 29th of 2017, approximately 13 people had been rescued across the state while an estimated 30,000 were displaced. Um, so I remember it came in, I was at Savannah's starting on Friday night, the 25th, uh, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th was when the storm let up here. Cause I remember going to target, um, on because the target was across from where me and savannah were staying on tuesday the 29th uh and it was still pouring down rain so me and savannah stood in pouring down rain uh between the bands of rain that kept on coming through to get food from target because they were predicting the storm was going to stick around for another three days uh so that was when we waited uh and we got food from target and then at the end of the 29th uh like by that evening we saw sunlight and i was like what the fuck <laughs> Where'd you come from? Uh, and the storm kind of let up from there. Uh, flooding still had not completely let up, but that was a down-the-road situation. And then I went to work on that uh, Friday after our entire apartment, uh, apartment, our entire office building had flooded and it smelled like mold. So that was very healthy for me to work in. It was amazing. And they tried to make me work over Labor Day weekend, the second, third, and fourth of that year, uh, and then work that entire work week after that. And it was like, you want me to do what now? Yeah, but um, how was it? How was what? The work. Uh, I mean, I didn't go in during that time. Oh. I worked from home. What? Well, that doesn't seem very, like, teen. Oh, no, they were trying to fire me after that point, and then I, that's when I was like, uh, yeah, you can't fire me because I do well here, so good luck, honey. Oh. The new Casey Musgrave songs just came out. Oh, uh, very important, honey. <laughs> well, I set a reminder so I would know. Uh, obviously. And um, that's our podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Uh, the end of it. Um, well, let's uh, wrap this up so we can listen to the, the new Casey Musgraves. Oh, I still have a two pages. Oh, shit. Um, well, just. I'll just, it's, just it's a bunch of numbers. Off. We'll, you know, just go through it. Uh, so there's a whole whole long paragraph when I was re- researching this that was uh, talking about. Uh, oh no no! By August twenty, by August 29th of two thousand nineteen, approximately thirteen thousand people had been rescued across the state, while an estimated thirty thousand were displaced. Uh, thirteen thousand people had to be rescued in Texas. Uh, Texas alone. That's crazy to me. Uh, there was a whole paragraph about oil and gas, and I was like, I don't. I don't care. I'm sorry. You guys have money. You can figure it out. I'm sure. Um, Oil and gas was affected. Is all I said. That's how I summarized. Uh, Which caused panic across uh, the country. Uh, Some gas stations were forced to shut down due to long lines and frenzy. So 
People were selling out those gas stations. Uh, more than 48,700 homes were affected by Harvey throughout the state, including over 1,000 that were completely destroyed and more than 17,000 that sustained major damage, uh, approximately 32,000 sustained minor damage. So adding all that up, 48,700. Uh, oh, and then plus 700 businesses that were damaged as well. Despite this information that I just gave you, so we're looking at 50,400. 50, uh, houses. Uh, the DPS, DPS, Texas DPS was like 185,000 houses were damaged and 9,000 were destroyed. And it was like, why are there two different numbers? What What's happening here? So I have to I have to guess that there are, because it was, um, I talked to someone who was uh, working in, uh, working for a power company at the time. Uh, and they said they had people calling from Dallas and uh, Abilene and Arlington and, and uh, Amarillo. Uh, that was a lot of A's. Uh, but like places in Texas that were not even touched by uh, issues with power because of Hurricane Harvey. And they're like, Hurricane Harvey destroyed this and caused a fire and, you know, blah, 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 you know, all this other shit. And he's like, where do you live? Like, what's your zip code? Blah, blah. And they're like, oh, you know, Dallas area code. And he's like, you live in dallas and like yeah hurricane harvey caused us and you're like that didn't even get the winds didn't even get up to dallas like if you were in san antonio yes maybe because that the winds in san antonio were like 75 miles an hour uh my parents sustained more damage in hurricane harvey than i did uh and i was like that's actually quite hilarious that people all over the state were trying to claim Insurance. Uh, insurance and other shit just to like try and get the roofs repaired or you know whatever else they had going on in the house i'm like that's fucking ridiculous um so in the landfall area let's talk about damage uh in the landfall area hurricane harvey inflicted uh, a mass amount of damage uh, across the aranzas county which is like rockport and like port aranzas and like that area because it made landfall as a category four wind gusts there in port aranzas which you know i told you about port aranzas uh were seen at 132 miles an hour uh port aranzas sustained so much damage that i remember going back and visiting there um we went back in what 2018 no my brother's uh brother's bachelor party was 2019 uh and they were still tons of places that were destroyed uh, there are some places that like when we back in th this year for my birthday that are just from what i remember because we used to go there all the time when i was younger uh that just don't exist anymore they like it's completely destroyed um some hotels are still being built and this is what four or five years later uh it's fucking wild to me um so Nearly every every structure in Port Aransas was damaged, uh, some severely, while significant damage from storm surge also occurred. So Port Aransas did a really good job about building several, uh, not building, but keeping the dunes there. Uh, and they have like four or five levels of dunes, but they are one of the barrier islands. So hitting a Category 4 uh, storm, that uh, definitely rocked them. So Rockport is on the uh, mainland, so across the barrier islands, but they had entire blocks that were destroyed by hurricanes, uh, by the hurricane's violent uh, eyewall winds. So like the courthouse was severely damaged uh, because a cargo trailer was hurled into it and rolled across the courthouse and stopped halfway through the structure. So it like rolled across this, uh, I mean, a, a, a courthouse, rolled across a courthouse and completely destroyed it. 
Um, the gymnasium of Rockport Fulton High School lost multiple walls while the school itself suffered considerable damage. Uh, many homes, apartment buildings, and businesses suffered major damage uh, from intense winds, and several were completely destroyed. Uh, numerous boats were damaged and sunk in the marina, uh, and airplanes and structures were destroyed at the airport there, uh, the Aransas County Airport, uh, and at the Fairfield Inn in the city was completely destroyed. Uh, so about 20% of Rockport's population was displaced, so they didn't have anywhere to live. They were like, mm, well, we got nothing. Uh, and they were still unable to return to their homes all over a year after the hurricane. So a full year, and the city was still like, uh, not the city, the state and the city, and the nation, were like, yeah, you still can't. Don't come back. Yeah, yeah you can't live here yet. Uh, so the first death associated with Hurricane Harvey was in Rockport. Uh, it caused a house fire, and the city was so they, – they couldn't travel because 140-mile-an-hour wind still coming to the city. So uh, they had to let the house burn. So the person died inside their house. Um, just north of Rockport, uh, I actually drove through the city. Uh, was a city called Fulton, a town called Fulton. And they had a small community called Holiday Beach, which was like a little, like – uh, camping ground that was off of the shore of the uh, mainland. So you had the barrier island, and then you had the the bay-ish, uh, and then you had the, the mainland, and Holiday Beach was, like, right over there. I remember driving right by Holiday Beach and seeing sign for it. Um, completely destroyed. Doesn't exist. Didn't exist anymore after that. Uh, it, every house uh, in the town was severely damaged or destroyed completely by the storm surge and the violent winds. Uh, by the afternoon of August 26th, more than 20 inches of rain had fallen in Corpus Christi. Um, all of Victoria was left without water and had uh, most, almost all of them had no power. Uh, so you might ask, do Houston next? What's going on in Houston right now? Don't worry. Uh, many locations in Houston uh, observed 30 inches of precipitation with a maximum of 60 in Nederland. So, like, Beaumont, you, I think you remember the, the flooding in Beaumont, like, uh, had I-10 shut down for They had weeks. to create new maps. Yes. They had to create uh, a new, color new highways. I'm going to talk about that, yes. Uh, so, they had to create two new – the Weather Center had to create two new colors. Um, uh, the local – Weather Center office in Houston observed all all-time record daily rainfall accumulations on both 26 uh, and 27 measured at 14 inches and inches. 16 inches. But they had to create two new colors on their map. Um, I guess it didn't include this, but yes, they had to create two new colors, two new colors on their map to compare against Harvey's rainfall. So they have two new colors specifically because I think it's like a like a neon yellow and a neon pink. Uh, to show light. yes, to show how strong the rainfall was from Hurricane uh, no, how heavy the rainfall was from Hurricane Harvey. Yes, that they had to create two new colors because of this. Yeah, yep. Uh, so uh, because of the sixty inches, well, the amount of precip precipitation, uh, it makes Harvey the wettest tropical cyclone on record for both Texas and the United States, surpassing the previous rainfall record by uh, Tropical Storm Amelia. Uh, the local National Weather Service uh, in Houston observed the all-time daily rainfall accumulations on both August 26th and 27th of 14.4 inches and 16.4 inches, respectively. So those two days were our heaviest amounts of rainfall, uh, which was Saturday and sun Sunday. So 
in Pearland, which is in for our that's uh, where I lived. Yeah, basically for our localities of Houston podcast, it's south uh, suburb south of Houston. Um, a report was made of nine point nine two inches of rainfall in ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Yeah. So uh, the thirty nine point eleven inches of rain in August made the month the wet on average across the state of Texas made the month the wettest. No, no, I guess in Houston, um, the wettest ever recorded in Houston since the record uh, keeping began in nineteen eighteen ninety two, more than doubling the previous record of nineteen point two one inches in June of two thousand one. So. That was when um, Tropical Storm uh, Allison. Al- Alice, 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 Allison, Allison uh, came through. Uh, so that was the previous wettest, uh, and now this is double, um, more than double. So the storm surge peaked at six feet in Port Lavaca, which the storm surge was so strong that it prevented all the water in Houston from leaving. So we sat here between the warm front that was like, don't move, Hurricane, and the storm surge that was like, water can't come out, and guess where it all went? Right in the middle of all of us. Uh, so, Down the bio. Yeah, exactly. Several uh, tornadoes were spawned in the area, one of which damaged or destroyed roofs in uh, dozens of homes in Siena Plantation, which is a planned community outside of Missouri City. I remember at one point looking at my phone on Saturday or Sunday, I don't remember which night it was, and I had 93 weather warnings. Because it was like, there's a tornado in your area. There's a tornado in your area. There's a uh, storm surge. There's all, you know, all the things that Weather Channel can alert you on. 93 weather alerts. And I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, and so, like, you can't do anything about that. Staying in place, shelter in place, like, where the fuck are you going to go? Uh, especially since I was living over the wide oak bayou or staying over the wide oak bayou at that point. Like, uh, luckily the Sawyer Heights area is like a fully raised up community. And so you could just look over and see the massive exorbitant amount of, of water that was just going through the, the wide oak bayou. I could see it flooding over I-10, like destructive amount of water. Cause you know, that, that whole I-10 45 interchange, it dips down underneath Sawyer, uh, street, yeah. And then, like, it goes up to, like, split into Galveston and uh, you go north to 45 or you go continue going east. That all was flooded. And we watched that just completely fill up, fill up, fill up, fill up. And we we're like, when is it going to stop? And then we watched it drain. Uh, it was uh, – that was an experience uh, for sure. Um, so, as of August 29th, 14 fatalities had been confirmed from flooding in the Houston area. Uh, including six from the same family who died when their van was swept off of a flooded bridge. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised it was that low at that point uh, because I got videos from someone we knew uh, that they were just driving around the city because their side of town was not uh, raining as much and they weren't too worried about like the flooding and stuff like that. So they were just driving around town and I, I remember saying they sent me a Snapchat and I was like, why the Go fuck? Home. Why the fuck? Are you not at home? That was on Monday or Sunday or Monday. Uh, and I was like, why the fuck are you not at home? Why are you just driving around uh, doing whatever? And they're like, well, we got bored. And it's like, we're all fucking bored. But there's people who are fucking dying. Like, people have to be rescued from lots of different places. I don't know. Piss me the fuck off. Because the next sentence was an estimated 25 to 30% of Harris County, the entire county, 
was submerged underwater, completely underwater. That's roughly 444 square miles that was completely submerged by water. So uh, why the fuck are you driving around, honey? Uh, so on uh, late on August 27th, a mandatory evacuation was issued for all of Bay City as uh, so that was on that Sunday because uh, it was a projected model that as the the storm moved eastward. So Bay City is on the east side of Houston um, indicated that the downtown area of Bay City would be inundated by about 10 feet of water. No big deal, right? Um, so flooding was anticipated to cut off access to the city around 1 p.m. on the 28th. So they were like. Get out, because if you guys are flooded in, we aren't going to help you. No one can come help you. So uh, good luck. So evacuation took place as far north as Conroe, uh, and actually technically even further north, um, on August 28th, following the release of water from Lake Conroe Dam. On the morning of the August 29th, the uh, levee across Columbia Lakes in Brazoria County was breached, prompting officials to urgently re- request for everyone in the area to evacuate. They were like, well... Get out now. Water's coming your way. Get out. You don't have any other choice. Uh, speaking of that, on August 28th, the U.S. Army Corps of, Engineer- of Engineers began controlled water releases from the attics and Barker Reservoirs in the Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Bayou watershed in an attempt to manage flood levels in the immediate area. And I remember all the rich people in Memorial were pissed honey they were like oh you're gonna do what to a what because we are down river of that and it was like okay either release water now or get flooded when it just overflows and breaks so yeah decisions uh but also everybody was like they're just trying to protect downtown nobody's trying to protect downtown they're all glass buildings everything will be fine exactly but also uh do you remember that time that there was a video all across like social media that people were dancing in the water the floodwaters downtown in midtown and stuff like that yeah that and i was like okay that that flood water is first of all extremely dirty second of all probably has sewage in it so why are you letting your kids just dance in two foot water uh, i think it was like that friday or saturday night and i was like this is disgusting yeah. disgusting um yeah anyways so they started to release water and i was like okay if you let the barker and uh attics reservoirs uh overflow the attics reservoir goes right to buffalo bayou the barker goes right to the white oak bayou um and buffalo bayou but buffalo bayou goes straight straight through downtown and so does the white oak bayou so it's like you guys are asking for a whole heap of trouble and also you know who's gonna get flooded all of South Houston, like, because oh, that's they don't care about. That. They don't. They don't give a shit. So it was like, uh, I don't know. That that pissed me off quite a bit. Uh, but also, they there was a lot of confusion and anger because they started doing it at uh, in the middle of the night. One a.m. was one one of the first releases that they had. Uh, so people had to be forced out of their homes at one o'clock in the morning. It's like, bitch. You guys have never lived, obviously never lived through something like this before because uh, I remember being rushed out of my house at like uh, midnight during uh, a massive flood that came through my house in 1998. So, uh, live through floods, honey. We got this. Uh, so, yeah. They, uh, the Army, the, uh, according to the local Army uh, Corps of Engineers uh, commander, it, he said he, it's going to be better to release the water through the gates directly into the Buffalo Bayou as opposed to letting it go around uh, and go through the 
additional neighborhoods and ultimately into the bayous. Like, either way, it's going to get to the bayou. So either I can flood your house in these neighborhoods or I can go ahead and just push it in the bayou now. Um, at the time the releases started, the reservoirs had been rising more than six inches per hour. Uh, so they were rising rapidly. Um, many people began evacuating the area, fearing a levee breach. Uh, despite attempts to alleviate the water rise, the attic's reservoir reached capacity on the morning of August 29th uh, and began spilling out, which is before the rain uh, subsided. Uh, within a week, so to end this on a lighter note, I didn't go more into damage and all that other shit because we already know it's, it's happened. Um, within a week, after what was deemed the thousand-year storm, another thousand-year storm came through. Hurricane Irma made landfall as a Category 5 hurricane and caused extensive damage to the state of Florida as it made its route straight up the state of Florida. So it hit Florida in a way that it did not, like, cross over the state, like, laterally. Where it was like, oh, I'm here for, oh, I'm here for a couple hours, bye. Like, Fuck the whole thing up. It literally came up from the the point of the penis of uh, Florida, <laughs> the state of Florida, and said, "Nah, I'm gonna keep the eye directly over the entire state." So it literally like curved as the state curved, and the entire hurricane sat over the state of Florida during that entire time. So we had two thousand year storms in the United three actually because well. Puerto Rico. Some people consider Puerto Rico not part of the United States, but it is because uh, Hurricane Maria came after Hurricane Ir Irma. So we had 3,000-year storms that completely destroyed uh, the United States within one year of 2017. Um, so this led many people to say, uh, honey, climate change? Question mark? Uh, not a thing. And although people, climate change uh, professionals cannot uh, attribute these hurricanes directly uh to climate change because apparently august storms are very common in the gulf uh so it's not anything that's like oh wow we had a hurricane in in august uh so uh that's not me it's not me nobody calls me well ever. if i moved it, it didn't change anything um so the a lot of climate change professionals are like we'd love to say yes but also no wink uh so they upon irma and maria's arrival many people were like mm, it's not climate change wink uh but it's our new normal now and like that's the most terrifying part to me is people saying that's our new normal like we have to deal with that mm. and it's like we just had three category four or stronger storms destroy the united states within not even a month. It was two or three weeks at most that just came through. And, just, and was even more funny, that was when my little brother lived in Florida. He lived in Jacksonville. Jacksonville? Yes, the Panhandle area, uh, which still got affected because the storm went directly north on the Panhandle. Uh, and then I had was still dealing with the after effects of Hurricane Harvey when er, Hurricane Irma came through. And my mom was like, uh, I just had two children go through like two of the worst hurricanes that hit American soil history uh, at one time. Um, and then Maria came through not long afterwards. So it's just one of those things like <laughs> climate change, question mark, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Um, so 
not to try and belabor the point and go through all the destruction and blah, blah, blah. There's a whole lot on the article, and by article I mean Wikipedia, that I didn't summarize and go through because there's a lot more information out there. But it just belabors the point. Like, a lot of shit happened. A lot of shit got destroyed. Um, and then, you know, additional deaths that were attributed to it because people living in different places. And then Joel Olstein not opening up his uh, giant mega church to allow people in when uh, people yes. were trying to look for homes. Because like I said, there was like, what, 40,000 people that were displaced that didn't have homes. And it was like, where do you fucking put them? And they were living in squalor in the the uh, the Rocket Stadium. Um, so it's like, thanks. But not only his fault. There's a lot of other factors that went into it. Uh, there were a couple things that I wanted to read about but didn't uh, didn't write it. Uh, but Greg Abbott had evacuated counties in like around Port Aransas, as far north as basically Victoria. Uh, and it was like, but only did it the day before. And it was like, get out. And I was like, what the fuck are you supposed to do there? The only major highway that uh, there's not even any major highways that go through any of those cities. So you have to basically try to evacuate everyone along these like uh, two lane highways out of all these like cities. You got what? 37 that goes down to Corpus Christi, 77 that goes through uh, Victoria up to I-10. Like you aren't getting anywhere with these, these cities very fast. I know they're not large cities, but still trying to get 30,000 to hundred thousand people out of all these cities uh good luck and i know corpus christi is much larger than that and so getting anyone anywhere was uh a hard hard no uh and so that's what people ask me is like why didn't anyone evacuate houston is it because the storm went from a category one as like a, oh it's just houston they'll they're used to storms this is fine to a category four from thursday to friday and, and if you tried to get they did it it was a fuck show that was ike right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and people like died on the highways didn't they yeah, so then trying to get 4 million people out of this city was not going to be possible in less than a day. Because then we would have gotten flooded on the highways. And, like, we would have gone nowhere. So it was, like, let 4 million people sit here during this flooded disaster, um, and that was it. Because, I mean, no one planned ahead for this uh at all and that was the thing is like the from the 23rd after it crossed the yucatan you could have looked at it so we had we could have had five days to get through this when it crossed the yucatan into the gulf it was like you could have done something about this but if you didn't believe it was going to build like i understand question mark but it did and it, it like at the point that it turned into a tropical storm on the 24th going to the 25th that's when i said yeah, this did some rapid intensification. We're going to have some rain, especially knowing that the north side of the storm is the most rainiest part. So even if it was crossing Corpus Christi, we're still going to get a fuck ton of rain. Why aren't you trying to encourage people to evacuate? Why aren't you trying to... But also, where are we going to evacuate? That was also my factor. Because if it crossed into, like, San Antonio, that's one of the evacuation routes. So you would have forced everyone to go to Dallas or eastward towards Louisiana, but also knowing that the storm would go that way. Um, I'm not trying to defend Abbott here because he's a disaster, but also, what do you do? Um, yeah, I don't know. So not Abdicate. to yeah, not to belabor this point. So I'll go ahead and wrap this up. On uh, April 11th of 2018, the World Meteorological Organization uh, retired the name Harvey from its rotating list of names due to the extensive damage and loss of life it caused along its track. 
particularly in the state of Texas, and its name will never again be used for another Atlantic hurricane. Uh, it will re- be replaced by Harold in the uh, year 2023 season. So as long as Harold doesn't come in and just fuck shit up, she should be good. Yeah. I thought that was a good topic to talk about. I liked it. Give you a little bit of stress, but also like talk about our experiences and, you know, Hurricane Harvey. No something. There's a lot because we lived through it. It's a lot for all of us. Specifically me, though, because I feel like my experiences are um, bigger than mine. Well, yes, but also more valid. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, Taylor telling me that he he took a tri- trip to Mexico City at that he was like in Mexico City for a week, and I remember him sitting at a remember him telling us a story that he was sitting at a bar that weekend because he was tr- supposed to fly back that Sunday or Monday or something like that, and someone asked him was like, "Oh my God, you from Houston? Like, how's your house?" And he was like, "What's wrong with my house?" And he's like, "You don't watch the news because I mean all of it happened so suddenly um, that he was like." I mean, no, I wasn't really watching the weather in Houston. I wouldn't have been watching the weather in Houston. Um, and he finds out that there was a massive hurricane that just went through <laughs> Houston. He's like, oh, I guess I should probably check on that. And, and then his house was flat. <laughs> no, surprisingly, he and his house were fine. But, uh, yeah, he was like, well, I guess I have to stay in Mexico City for a long... Because the airport didn't open until, like, what, that Wednesday or Thursday? That was another thing I didn't read. That There was, like, a thousand flights that got canceled and shit like that. And I was like... And like eight hundred and something of them were from from uh, Bush, and I was like, "Okay, you're just trying to make Bush like the biggest airport ever." I'm like, shut up, Hobby's cool too. Yeah. So that Turk and Harvey, it happened. It happened uh, in Houston. Destroyed a lot of shit. Uh, affected a lot of people. A lot of things. A lot of things happened. Um, yeah. Sure did. Sure did. Sure and did. I'd like to say that uh, I'm still feeling, like, the the uh, after effects of Harvey. Because, I mean, for a long time, I, like, even in 2019 when I was still working with the – 2020 when I was working with the, the flooring company still, uh, we still had plenty of people that were like, yeah, I haven't gotten my floor to play since Harvey and I need to, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, now it's all uh, the freeze that bursts their pipes and shit like that that people are still getting figured out. I'm like, oh, well – uh, so disasters uh, happen. That's it. <laughs> they certainly do. Yes, they do. You know what else happens? What? Gay stuff. Gay stuff? Um, we are also sisters with Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. <gasps> I've never ta- heard of them about them. Tell me about them. Well, it's a gay podcast where they talk about gay stuff. Oh, gay some. Anything gay. Anything gay at all. Oh, gay, 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 gay. Every letter of our beautiful alphabet, um, they've got Los a topic GBDs. about. Los GBDs. Los uh-huh. GBDs. Let's Talk About Gay Stuffs brings you the latest and greatest in LGBTQ Los history. GBDs. They will take you back. Back, 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 back. Or not so far back. Some go far back. Some stay uh, here, honey. Some say present. It's like, hey, there's a gay. Let's Let me by. tell you about what you know, but it was a little bit ago, and I'm going to remember you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, they give you all of the uh, the history, honey. Uh, the things that are important to us in the uh, LGBTQ plus community. Uh, very important, honey. 
Very important. Very, very. Um, that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram and Talk Gay Stuff on Tweeters. Tweeters. Would you like to send them an email? That's let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Hey. Hi. Hi. Do you like our voices? No. I like our voices sometimes. I don't. Oh, well. Um, despite how scathing our voices might be to you, uh, we have another podcast. Really? Yeah, it's called our Ruby, Ruby podcast. podcast. And yes, you are. I surely am because I love drag and I love to talk about televised drag competitions. Correct, honey. And we've got a lot of things coming up because there's a lot of things happening. We have to decide what we're doing with all those things. But not, not right now. Not right now. Yeah, that's a, right that's, now. A, that's a that's a that's a less that's a when we're not so stressed. Uh, so we'll figure that out. But uh, we are currently talking about All Star Six, honey, and we are coming to a close. We are getting to a very um, juicy, juicy finale. finale. Uh, so uh, that's our Ruby podcast. If you want to listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts, you need to look up our Ruby podcast. That's fine. R-U-P-Y. Very important, apparently. Um, our Ruby. Ruby? Ruby. 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 So that's our Ruby podcast at rrubypodcast.com. Our Ruby podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And send us an email at rrubypodcast.com. No, our Ruby podcast at gmail.com. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I got you. Um, exactly. Mm. Um, but also... We'd like to thank our our sponsor, Economy Works. Economy Works. A freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If mm. you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economy Works. That was good. Wow. That was spicy. Love it. Well, I'm glad you guys tuned in for another episode of our Spoopy Podcast. Our Spoopy Podcast at rspoopypodcast.com. Our Spoopy Podcast on uh, Instagram. Our Spoopy on Twitter. Our Spoop on Facebook. Send us an email at Uh But yes, uh, I'm glad you guys stopped by to listen to us talk about scary things. And you know I always love trying to scare Spencer in any way that I can. I guess I wasn't really scary because you were like, oh, I already live with that scare. It's done. It's It's, it's been done. But... We still have a hurricane coming. Maybe. Stay tuned next Maybe. week. Maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned next week if we can actually record. Honestly, there we go. Honestly. Truly, honestly. Um, anyways, should we tell them to get, get spooky with it?